Welcome. This is Michael Volkoff, and this is episode 229 of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Our episode today is a review of DOJ's indictment of a television producer for violations of the 2014 Crimea-related sanctions program. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining me today on Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Uh, just, uh, you know, continuing horrific uh, events in uh, the Ukraine. Uh, it's really a horrible tragedy. And, um, you know, the Russia sanctions programs, uh, program and export controls has been, um, you know, fast changing. Uh, I think we've also seen uh, the Justice Department uh, elevating the importance of klepto capture or asset seizures of oligarchs. But uh, we also saw some criminal cases that were brought. One was this one we're going to talk about today against Jack Hannock uh, for violating the Crimea-related sanctions uh, in 2014, which were adopted in 2014 in response to the Russian invasion of Crimea. Interestingly, this case came out soon after the um, the invasion, and I think this was sitting in sort of the SDNY. This was brought by the Southern District of New York, U.S. Attorney's Office, and I think it was sitting there and, uh, you know, in normal processing, but in response to the controversy and the crisis, uh, the case was elevated and brought up. So uh, we're going to talk about that case uh, today and uh, go into it in a little bit more detail. Um, first, let's uh, just set the stage. Jack Hannock uh, is a U.S. citizen who was indicted. He was arrested in February of 2022 uh, for um, this uh, criminal case in London and is awaiting extradition to the United States. Um, he is a U.S. citizen, and he was charged with violating the U.S. sanctions uh, against Russia uh, in 2014 and false statements during an interview by the FBI in connection with his work, all for a sanctioned oligarch by the name of Konstantin Malayev. Malayev. Uh, so Hanek used to work at Fox News as a television producer, and he worked with Malayev, who was a specially designated national under the Crimea sanctions program. Um, and he violated the sanctions by working directly for Malayev on multiple television projects over several years. And Hanek uh, admitted in an interview with FBI agents that he knew Malayev was a prohibited person. Uh, and there you go with sort of your intent evidence uh, that he knew that Malayev was a uh, prohibited person. So just to take you back in time a little bit, uh, after Russia uh, invaded or annexed uh, Crimea, uh, President Obama, the uh, then President Obama, blocked all property and interest in property of any U.S. person uh, who was complicit in threatening the st uh, stability, sovereignty, or territorial integrity of Ukraine. Uh, Malayev was designated as an SDN, specially designated national, on December 19th, 2014. Uh, since he was one of the main sources of financing for Russians promoting separatism in Crimea, and in particular in the Ukraine, uh, in the Donetsk, uh, Donetsk separatist organization uh, as well. 
So from 2013 to 2017, Hanek worked directly for Malayev. Starting in 2013, Malayev uh, planned to create a new Russian cable television network, the Russian TV network, and Hanek traveled several times to Russia to meet Malayev to work on this project. Hanek entered into a specific employment agreement directly with Malayev, which included a salary, payment for his housing in Moscow, and securing a Russian uh, work visa. And he continued, Hanek continued to work for and report directly to Malayev after OFAC designated Malayev as an SDN in December 2014. So the relationship preceded the designation. For example, in January 2015, Hanek sent an email to Malayev including a draft policy for the Russian TV network, explaining that the policy was, quote, to implement your vision and provide you with information for you to make decisions. You are the founder and chief architect of the project. We, as board members, have the responsibility to direct the staff to implement your instructions. Now, the Russian TV network went on the air in Russia in April 2015. Hanek played a leadership role at the network and was referred, referred to as the quote-unquote board chairman and quote-unquote general producer during the period 2015 to 2017. Hanek reported directly to Malayev regarding the network's operations and was included in organizational charts directly below Malayev showing a, a, a solid line in terms of reporting responsibilities. Now, Hanek was paid for his work through two Russian entities, but his compensation was set by Malayev and was for his services provided to Malayev's network. Hanek wired a portion of the payments he received to a New York bank account. Now, Hanek also worked for Malayev on a project to establish a Greek television network and on a plan to acquire a Bulgarian television network. Um, in furtherance of these projects, Hanek traveled to Greece and Bulgaria in 2015 and 2016 and reported back to Malayev on his efforts. In a specific report, Hanek wrote uh, Malayev that the Greek television network would be quote, an opportunity to detail Russia's point of view on Greek TV, close quote. Hanek took steps to disguise Malayev's role in the acquisition of the uh, Bulgarian television network. Now, in February 2021, FBI agents interviewed Hanek about his work for Malayev, and Hanek made various false statements about his work including the false claim that Malayev had no connection or involvement in the attempted purchase of the Bulgarian television network. Um, so, as I mentioned, Hanek was arrested in London on February 3rd, 2022, and is currently in extradition proceedings, and I expect that he will be extradited uh, back to the United States. So let me fill in a, a little bit more on the facts. Uh, Hanek, as we mentioned prior to moving to Moscow, had negotiated the terms of his employment directly with Malayev. Uh, and in or about May of 2013, he uh, sent an email to Malayev to confirm their agreement on Hanek's salary, a 5,000 monthly house stip a housing stipend, and health insurance, so that Malayev's attorney could prepare Hanek's work contract for my visa. An attorney at a Malayev-owned investment company subsequently emailed Hanek a draft employment contract 
between a separate Russian entity and Hanek that reflected the terms that Hanek had agreed to with Malayev. Um, as I mentioned, he uh, Hanek moved to Moscow, started working on the Russian TV network. Uh, he referred to Malayev as the investor or the shareholder in the Russian TV network and discussed instructions for the network that Hanek had received from Malayev. Um, and he, in, in or around May 2014, Hanek sent an email in which he stated that, quote, the issue for our investor, referring to Malayev, is how important it is to be on the air in September. There's a wide worldwide conference in September, which he is sponsoring, bringing people from all over the world to Moscow. And this was a reference to a conference that was sponsored in September 2014 by a foundation created and funded by Malayev. And uh, then in uh, 2015, uh, he also, Hanek also communicated all of Malayev's instructions to other employees at the Russian uh, television network. Uh, in, in July 2014, Hanek wrote to others that, quote, our investor expects to see many stories on our YouTube channel by August 1st. So uh, as the work continued, and we, I already mentioned to you that, uh, that he was aware, that Hanek was aware that uh, Malayev was designated in 2014, um, but nonetheless, that didn't slow down any of his uh, activity on behalf of uh, uh, Malayev. Um, and, uh, for example, in January 2015, Hanek uh, sent an email to Malayev regarding the, quote, funding of the Russian TV network, in which Hanek noted that there is zero money on our account, and you said when we had a problem to contact you directly, meaning they needed more money. And as I mentioned, the uh, network went on uh, air in April of 2015. And obviously, uh, Hanek played a leadership role in this uh, in terms of, and he sent regular emails containing Hanek's analysis of the network's television ratings. Um, and he was generally responsible for the technical and operational aspects of the Russian TV network, pursuant to the plan that he developed with Malayev. For example, in or about August of 2016, um, Hanek wrote an email to another Russian TV network employee in which he wrote, when we were with Konstantin, meaning Malayev, that's his first name, we agreed that we would discuss editorial function of new studio and only then create the technical task. Another Russian TV network employee does editorial content without our interference. You do administrative and financial without interference and I do production and operations. Um, like I mentioned, he was, uh, Hanek was uh, paid by a Russian entity, and then he, or two different entities, actually, um, and uh, he then transmitted some of the uh, money back to, um, back to his New York bank account. Um, there was also, as I mentioned, the Greek TV Network Project, which was a joint venture between Malayev and a Greek associate of Malayev. Uh, and according to Hanek's uh, memoir, which the government obviously got in an unpublished me memoir, Malayev introduced Hanek to the Greek business partner at a social event hosted by Malayev in Moscow. Uh, and then Hanek traveled uh, several times from Moscow to Greece to meet with the business partner 
and explore the idea of building a Greek television network to partner with the Russian TV network. Uh, Malayev's personal assistants arranged and booked Hanek's travel to and from Greece, and Hanek reported on, on his trips directly to Malayev. For example, in December of 2014, he sent an email to Malayev and the Greek business partner to report on a visit uh, that they had made to a local te television station in Greece, which Hanek referred to as the station which we will own. Uh, Hanek also, in May of 2015, relocated from uh, Moscow to Greece for a period of time to work primarily on the Greek TV network, while continuing to work for the Russian TV network uh, as well. Uh, nonetheless, during this time when he was primarily based in Greece, he reported regularly to Malayev on his work on the Russian TV network and the Greek t TV network and routinely emphasized the corporate synergy between the two network networks. And he uh, specifically in November 2015, Hanek wrote to Malayev that the Greek TV network was an opportunity to detail Russia's point of view on Greek TV and emphasized our vision of cooperation. Um, so this was uh, this was one of the two major projects. The other project being the Bulgarian uh, TV network, uh, which we've uh, discussed already. So um, in terms of uh, the interview with the FBI, that was held on February second, two thousand twenty-one. Two thousand twenty-one. So nearly a year before his indictment. Uh, he was interviewed and lied during this uh, interview. Um, he was uh, fully apprised of his, you know, his rights and what the purpose was of the interview. And Hanek, during that interview, acknowledged that he had learned that Malayev was subject to the U.S. sanctions within several months of when they were announced in December 2014, and that he knew that United States persons were not permitted to do business with persons who were sanctioned. But he falsely stated in substance and in part that Malayev had no involvement in Hanek's travel to Bulgaria in connection with the Bulgarian TV network deal, and that Hanek did not know that Malayev had any connection to the Bulgarian TV network until reading about it afterward in the press. Uh, and obviously that was uh, contrary to a lot of the evidence that the, U, uh, that the U.S. had. They clearly have his emails uh, and other communications that occurred uh, between uh, Hanek and Malayev. So, um, an interesting case. Uh, we'll see what happens when he returns, when he is extradited, um, and whether Hanek uh, goes forward with the trial. It seems like a pretty overwhelming case in terms of documents and uh, his knowledge. And, uh, you know, that's the key issue is when did he really know uh, that Malayev was a prohibited person? So, um, anyways, thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another uh, episode of Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay in touch. Thanks again for listening to Corruption, Crime, and Compliance. Please subscribe to the podcast series. The Volkov Law Group believes that every company should have a robust ethics and compliance program. Experience and research show that ethical companies are better performers in the global marketplace. You can learn more about the legal and compliance services we offer at our website, www.volkovlaw.com. You can also follow our award-winning blog, Corruption, Crime, and Compliance, and our podcast series. You can contact Michael Volkov at his email address 
mvolkov at volkovlaw.com.